No. Hey now. Hey, That's it, a great song. It is. it is. I just wasn't a fan of theirs when I mandated to come to their shows. You had to get the Jabberuski. Did they? Yeah. And then one of their guys supposedly died of a drug overdose. So you can you can kill yourself with drugs, but make sure you're vaccinated when you do it. Well, you know, so <laughs> you have that whole thing, right? Yeah. Now, you may have misinterpreted something. If it's in the contract that you have to get a Jabberuski, how do you know which one that is? Right. Actually, I was uh, I was listening to Tim Cast, um, and he had the guy. Do you remember Dickie, the lead singer from the Mighty Money Boston's? I do. Dickie, I can't think of his last name. And he had the drummer from The Offspring. Okay. Okay. So when COVID happened. They offspring the band was like, you have to get the vaccination. And their drummer was like, listen, I talked to my doctor. My doctor told me not to get it. Okay. Okay. They kicked him out of the band. <laughs> Good God. You're kidding. No. And he had been with the band for 14 years. Because the offspring's another one of those bands like Queen where everybody's fairly educated. Maybe. Apparently not, though, right? So uh, Dickie from the Boss, Mighty Mighty Boston's, and um, the guy, the drummer from the Austrian, they I think they just put an album out or something like that. They oh, did they okay. did in live in the studio, which was okay. Yeah, I think the Mighty Mighty Boston. I was a fan of them. Well, a couple of their songs reminded me of a buddy of mine that offed himself back in the day. So it was kind of like we used to go hiking all the time. Didn't they do that song? No, who did the song? I would walk ten thousand miles. I don't remember. They might be giants. That's Uh, it. That's it. Very good. But anyway, Money Money Boston is my buddy John, who killed himself. Um, Was a big fan of those, and we used to listen to it in my truck when we go up to the um, what the hell, the Pinnacle outside of Kutztown. I go like, what's the Boston songs? Oh, hang on, I'm getting there. He did. Here's a little history thing. Here it goes. Here's a little history thing on them, though. You know why they're not just the Mighty Boston's? No. Because there was already a band in the Mighty Bostons from back like the 20s. Well, so they just added Mighty Mighty. Yeah. I didn't know it. So let's see. What are their songs? Uh, this one. Okay. Yeah. It's a good song. It's so overplayed, though. Like if you, good song. If, I mean, what are you going to do? A good song gets overplayed. If you listen to the music in the night, you you listen to this one. It was it's a high radio song because it's there's not swearing in it. You know what I mean? I hear you. It's it's one of those songs that everybody you can play on a radio. Yes, it's a good song. And what else? Do we have? What other they have like three. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Yeah. See, I'm the not. Rascal King. Yeah, I'm not into that. Like, my wife likes that stuff. Like, who's the, uh, like the, who did the '50s remakes of the music and then? Stray Cats. Yeah, my wife loves them, and I can't stand that type of music. I'm not a big horn guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, they don't do horns. Who the Stray Cats? Stray Cats no, but but this type of music is kind of in with that. All right, I got it. I'm not a big fan of that. Like '50s. You know, where you have a singer and then there's like five guys behind you with like a French horn, a, a yeah. tuba, and all that shit. Not a fan. Okay, here's them doing Enter Sandman. 
I have never heard this. A little faster than usual. Not terrible. He has a more of a talking like voice to say. Okay. And here they are doing another cover. <laughs> if it would play. If it would play. If it would play. Oh, it's playing. I was going to say, it sounds Sound. like a rat trying to get out of a cage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're doing the whole... Let's get Megadeth. Dog. It's Kiss. Short Rock City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which you uh, re- recently went to go see the world's shittiest band. The world's most overrated band ever. Rock band. <laughs> Traveled to Chicago to see Kiss, and now they are all done. Completely forever. It's over. Bullshit. Well, Gene Simmons is going to be like, listen, 812 years old. Right. But he also is a capitalist. He likes making money. They're both worth like half a billion dollars. I think they made their money. Really? That's why stopping Bill Gates, right? Well, (laughs) I I think they made their money. Oh, I'm sure they have. Especially I remember uh, what was he? He was doing he was interviewed or something. And they just came out with kiss caskets. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, sure. That was years ago. <laughs> so the, the dude from Dimebag Daryl, what band was he in again? Slayer? Anthrax Slayer. Was it Slayer or Anthrax? I'm not sure. He's, he was buried in the Kiss Casket. No shit. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's like Gene, Gene Simmons is like the <laughs> ultimate marketer. He'd be like, hey, we can do tampons. And he would be all about doing tampons. And they also have Kiss condoms. So he used to always make the joke, I'll get you coming and going. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? He's like you put his kiss on anything. Does he own like I want? Why not? True. If you're gonna, if someone's gonna buy it, that's capitalism, dude. If somebody would buy X or underground shit, I'd put it on anything. I'd put it on a diaphragm. Ugh. You name it. <laughs> Just screw, screw Kevin Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See? Right. So what else is going on? It's been a little. It's been a couple. It's been two weeks. So mm-hmm. we Thanksgiving last right? did a show, right? We determined we weren't going to be able to do one on Thanksgiving Day. Psst. Yeah, I got to go uh, to my wife's middle brother, so the one right above her, and his wife's house, all mm-hmm. the way down in Maryland. Major in-laws drive. Yeah, which, dude, that's a whole conversation. Like, that, my my in-laws don't have many years left. They're pretty old. And they love having everybody at their house, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what I said to my wife. I was like, why did, why did my sister-in-law take that away from her, her in-laws? Yeah. Like, they don't have many more years left. Why right. would you? Well, it's because this, that family didn't want to drive. Because they have to go to my sister-in-law's family. It's in, like, west of here. That's why you do drive, when you're the far reach. Especially when you're young and you don't make the old people drive. Yeah, so so it, it's like, well, I made the horrible joke, right? <laughs> Hopefully you don't listen to the show. Which uh, they I, I made the horrible joke. 
They don't have much time left. They could die driving there. Well, they, I had three mm-hmm. different people who texted or messaged me. Mm-hmm. One of them was, oh, my God, Jerry, why did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. This is like I said to my wife, I was like, how many more Thanksgivings do your parents have left? Like both my parents are, are gone. My mom's been long dead. It's valid. My dad just died two years ago. So it's valid. And my father's side of the family has pretty much just deleted me because of politics over the years. But uh, given the choice, wouldn't you delete you? Probably. But um, I just don't. Why would you take it from? Why would she take it from your mom and dad? Like they're old. They love having their greatest. My mother in law like cries at babies. So she, whenever her grandchildren, she has six grandkids. So they all come around. It's like it's. It's God's gift to her. Okay. And you just took that from Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dude, uh, uh, your sister-in-law is heartless? Well, she's a liberal. What did I say? <laughs> the other, liberal, heartless. <laughs> Get this. Here's a little side story for you, too. So we go into the house, and they live in a big house because my brother-in-law works for the government. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so <laughs> so he's never had a real job. Um, hmm. he's worked for the DOD for a number of years, on and off, but for the majority of his adult career, I think so. But anyway, okay. so we're walking into their house, and the side they have a big office, right? And that's where they have all the drinks set up, the wine, everything like that. Okay. So there's a decade picture on the wall. All right. And I don't. There's like different pieces of art, and there's a picture of Mal. Mal? I'm not shitting you. Like I said to my wife, I was like, look over there. She's like, who's that Who's that Chinese guy? I was like, that is Mal. <laughs> like I'm trying, like I I do, I did ventriloquism when I was a kid. I had the, I can talk with my mouth, it was smiling and talk through my teeth, literally. So I said, that's Mal. That's Mal, right? And she's like, who's, she goes, like the communist that killed like 110 million people by starving them to death and whatnot. I'm like, yeah. Your, your sister-in-law has, your brother has a picture of Mao on his wall in his office. Who's the bearded guy with the beret on next to him? <laughs> That's Jay. No, but I was like, and I said to her, we were driving home, um, and I was like, who, who had, is it like, <laughs> I, I was swearing. You were out of words. I was swearing at this point. I was like, who the F has a picture of a guy that killed 100 million people on their wall. Who has pictures of Stalin up? Who has that's pictures what I, of Hitler up? Exact, it's the exact thing. That's exactly what I said to her. I said, are, are, are downstairs in their living room downstairs, their basement, finished basement downstairs? Do you have a picture of, of Lenin and Stalin and Hitler and Genghis Khan and other people, all these people? Like, who in good faith looks at that and be like, I'm going to put that on my wall? Or are you going to say, wow, even if, even if it was a Picasso... And down in the bottom of the corner, someone just painted over and put a picture of Stalin or Mao or Hitler. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to throw it away. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's going to hang that in their house and think it's okay? Kids on today's college campuses. Right? Like we talked about before the show. I'm like, everybody, it's, this is the part of people like are shocked by this. I'm like, I'm not shocked by it. If you understand the progressive left and the Bolsheviks, that's what they are. There is that audio from from the congressional hearings the other day that, that was just it's dude, the anti-Semitism in this country is 
is stupefying. It showed it's that they're saying the, the quiet part out loud now. They have yeah. been. Like I told you, like I said to you before the show, who did Obama and Hillary Clinton and George Soros team up with in Ukraine to kick off that? That Mao. was the no, that was the Azov Battalion, right? So Stalin. they're they're Nazis, right? So if you actually look, everyone's like, well, the left aren't you know communists and listen, it's a hodgepodge of all of them: communists, fascists, socialists, all of them, right? Yeah, it's it. Like I said a long time, is that the KKK and Nazis and the the liberal left have the same? They have the same goals: government, complete government control. The fascists are the same thing. That's why when you say, you know, the KKK, no, the KKK are socialists. They think a white government should run education, a white right. government should run the economy, a yep. white, 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 yeah. white is total whites. control. Right. So that's not right wing. That's that's. That's left white social. That's white socialism. That's white communism. So this is what the left is doing on college campuses now. They want to kill all the Jews. So, do, when, hold on, real quick. And I know you understand this. I just wonder if our listeners understand. Do they understand when people are chanting from the from the river to the sea? What that actually means? It means kill all the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I kill I the Jews because from the river to the sea. Think about how you would. If you were just a massive force mm-hmm. and you start at the river and you start walking towards the sea, you're going to either kill everybody in your way mm-hmm. or you're going to push them into the ocean. Mm-hmm. You're going to push them into the sea. Either way, they're all dead. Mm-hmm. How do you not make this connection when you're chanting this idiotic fu- mm-hmm. this idiotic phrase? Yeah. But this is a point, too, that I've been seeing people bring this up, too, and they're saying, well, Palestinians are peaceful people. Uh, no, and I'll give you two examples. One, when 9-11 happened, you remember when they were show- all the news and everything was showing the pictures in Palestine, and they were all the Palestinians were in the streets cheering about the Twin Towers coming down and thousands of Americans being killed. I, I don't remember. I do, because I just saw it again yesterday. Okay. Number two, there was a reporter on the ground. Do you remember when the videos came out of that girl that Jewish girl that they killed and raped her and then drug her dead bodies all through the street and then put mm-hmm. her on the back of the truck, right? How many of them, how many Palestinians were in the streets saying stop? Oh, they had their phones out and they were recording it. Thank you. Thank you. Zero. <laughs> so one of the things that happened down in Philly is that there's a, a group of restaurants that is owned by a, uh, an Israeli guy. So a Jew who now lives here, yep. okay? Israeli-born. And one of them is called Goldie. I, I heard. Okay, and it's a vegan restaurant. Well, a bunch of people with Palestinian flags and everything were, were protesting in front of this store and, and making a general mess of things and chanting stuff from the river to the sea. Mm-hmm. There's a Jewish guy who owns it, and he's inside, and they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Today's Philadelphia Inquirer. Goldie workers say they were fired for wearing Palestinian flag pins. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. So the owner of the place is a Jew. Mm-hmm. You're wearing a Palestinian pin, mm-hmm. Palestinian flag pin. Those people were just outside saying, we're going to effing kill you, mm-hmm. right? What do you want him to do? Listen, people were getting I'm fired. I'm getting rid of the problem. Uh, right. I, I just don't. And, oh, that's wrong. You can't fire him for their beliefs. Really? Yeah, now, did, hold on. Did you take that stance when it came to the vaccine? Did you take that stance when it came to Trump supporters? No. Nope. Did you take that stance to anybody not wanting to put their pronouns in their in their signature on their work email? Did you take any stance like that? If not, shut 
the up. But I also, I just, I, I, because people ask me, message me, and ask my opinion. I just don't think we should get involved with a uh, a religious war that's been going on for thousands of years, long before 1948 or 1943. But on the other standing about this too is you, you have to. What does Hamas? Number one, the leaders of Hamas aren't even in Hamas. Number two, Hamas was started by the Muslim Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and the Muslim Brotherhood worked. This is the funny part if people put the dots together. So the Muslim Brotherhood started Hamas, and the Muslim Brotherhood worked with the Nazis during World War II, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, do you understand? Most people, this is the part where I don't even listen to anyone talking about it because they don't, they just don't know. Most of them can't even point out it, the space like Nikki Haley can't point it out the provinces in Ukraine I doubt she would even be able to find Palestine on a map mm-hmm. but you also think about it think about the, the Jerusalem and Israel right there look how small that is that's like our military bases surrounding you Iran right <laughs> you know what I mean I just I just don't can we just stop getting in other people's we we fund both Worry sides. We find we fund Palestine and Hamas. Yep. Which let's remember that for democracy and Israel, the majority of the people that voted in the Palestine election elected Hamas as their government. Yes, they did. So let them reap what they <laughs> wait, want. Wait. So we're when they're trying to make the the qualification. Well, it's not all Palestinians or Hamas. Be like democracy says that it is. Just like the democracy says that we elected Biden, and so therefore we are fascists, right? So the democracy is fifty-one percent. I said this to the kids the other day: fifty-one percent of the people voting the bikes away of the forty-nine. Since we're in that way, how about we just start taking? We you could go this way, and this is why you got to be real quick. Why you're not for democracy? If that's the case, then the straight people will vote the rights away of the gay people, which I'm not for. But that's democracy. It is. If 51% of straight people vote the rights away of the gay people, which they're a minority, then that's that's democracy. And see how quickly people aren't for democracy and understand that we are a constitutional republic. Or since whites are 70% of the country. Oh, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. Could, could, could vote away the rights of blacks who are 13% mm-hmm. of the country. Could happen. That's are you demo- good with that? That's democracy. Are you good with that? That's democracy. Yeah. That's why it's you have this conversation with people. It's like, okay, what's what's you want to ban some books? We'll put it up to a vote in the community to get rid of these gay books, not gay books, the ones where you talk about kids having sex mm-hmm. and showing kids children. Let's having put sex. it up for a vote. Let 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 the let democracy decide. ring. That that's what I want to do with the golf course. Yeah, let next democracy. year let's put this sucker up on the ballot. Yeah. Put it up on the ballot, and 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 if fifty percent plus one mm-hmm. of the people who vote mm-hmm. vote to keep the golf course open, I'll shut up. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> yeah, if, if it you goes act- the other way, right? You can see the comments from most people. I just don't think most people want to get engaged, which we're going to talk about. Today. Yeah, but I, I just it's it's scary what's going on and again, and I think it's because people are mostly it's that pick a side. Stuff and then you have people. Well, I stand with the uh, the innocent people in Palestine, which I do too. I don't. I I and I side with what the innocent people would? 
Right. I, that's like saying with the other. that's why it's so idiotic when Democrats say, well, Republicans want dirty water and no education for kids. No, we just don't think the government should be involved with education. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, you dirty, nice dirty, dirty, dirty water and dirty air. Yeah. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah, because the door, dirty water and the dirty air doesn't affect them, does it? <laughs> right. They want to they want to vote away your rights. Okay, so voting away your rights doesn't affect them, does it? No. No, of course not. See, the, the dumb talking points. At any rate, are you ready to start the show yet? Yes, yeah. Or do you want to go on for another 22 minutes? Is that how long it's been? That's how long it's been. We could. Let's do this. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Exeter Underground number 78, Hyperlocal News and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is Kevin Fole, and we are back after our mini hiatus. It's not even a mini hiatus; it's just a hiatus. <laughs> Took a couple of weeks off. Was it? Was it was two? Right? Yeah. yeah, it was two weeks. No Thanksgiving, and last week we were just like, mm. yeah. Well, last week we had a conflict. Oh, oh, I just got back from Chicago. That's, That's right. what it was. Yeah, and and I could like there was no way. Well, I guess I got back home at about one o'clock in the afternoon, so it just wasn't going to happen. No, then things have been a little busier, right? So we may as well wait another week. Mm-hmm. And we have plenty of material. Let's we just do, say that. and and there's there's all kinds of stuff going on. So let's jump into it. Yeah, I think there's one of the things on the agenda that we didn't talk. Uh, that's not on there that we should talk about the next door stuff. Definitely. <laughs> The next door Kirshner stuff. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. I forgot to put that in there. That's right. We're going to write that down. Yeah, no. As a matter of fact, I just pulled that up on my computer so that I could read some of the stupidity. Ooh, right. And is, it, uh, is this is this like uh, a cartoon or is this a, is this is, <laughs> is Michelle writing for the bee? <laughs> the Babylon, the Babylon bee for the bee. bee. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's jump into it here. Now, we have a. A soundbite from a few weeks ago from, I I don't remember when the meeting was, but it was the first one in November in which there was a discussion about, and and I just want to clear this one out so we can get to the, the bigger stuff. But but it was about PA American Water. There was a discussion about, you know... Whatever. About beating a dead horse? Yes, about beating a dead horse for no reason. (laughs) So we're going to listen in on that, and we'll do our usual start and stop thing. And is a discussion item for the uh, Pennsylvania American water rate increase. This is actually uh, from the school board hmm. meeting. Yeah, that's Jason Mel's voice, right? Yeah, that was Jason Mel. So, So this is a little illuminating as to what people are thinking. Dr. Haller, did you have something you wanted to say on that to to start with? So this has sparked a lot of discussion at our cabinet. Remind me to tell you something after the show about putting this clip together. Like, this is stuff I don't want to put out over the year. (laughs) 
meeting about this this water increase like many residents here in the township who get their water from pennsylvania american water this is going to hit the school district very hard Mm -hmm. and it's something that we are thinking about as far as as crafting the budget utilities here cost a substantial amount of money because we do have six schools that we have electric and water costs for because right now we're in a contract for our electric but that will soon be up and then we'll have to negotiate a price for that plus we have the bus garage in this building so it's something that's very challenging for brian to often determine what water costs essentially are going to be because our buildings especially our our high school are very heavily used and when they're being used that increases the amount of water heavily used okay i i think we've all known that i coach yeah in high school right yeah so I didn't notice this last year, but now winter tracks on, so I'm in the, at the school every day. None of the water fountains work. They haven't turned off. They have the water fountains turned off? Except for the one that you can fill your own water. Now, I was told that it's because of COVID, right? Maybe it is. I'm, let's just say that it it is. Okay. I'm not saying that anyone was lying. Uh-huh. What I'm saying, but it also works twofold, because if... Like, so I take my guys to the weight room after we do drills. There's the one water fountain inside the weight room works, but the one kid tried it and he said that it hasn't, the water tastes like it hadn't been running in like months. But the water fountain right outside the weight room and around, they don't work. Now, they have one that you can fill a plastic bottle with. You just shove it right. underneath there, right? Okay. But the water part of it doesn't work. So... They're probably doing it, probably was done for COVID. And then the people were like, wow, just imagine if we just constrict the flow of water, yeah. we'll be able to save. I, I'm I'm not saying it's bad or whatever, because I bring a water bottle. What I'm saying is, I think I'm going to try doing it at my house. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's going to be like, what? I'm trying to brush my teeth. Well, you got to get it done in a certain amount of time. <laughs> a few months ago, I was uh, probably in the winter. It was. It would have been in the winter last year. Mm-hmm. I was doing a basketball game, and before the game, I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And washing my hands, they have the time yeah, things. Yeah, I hate them. The time thing, but they go really long. Do they? They do. They go, uh, I, what did I count? What like, bathroom was this at? Right outside the gym. Oh, okay. It went like, I think it was 32 seconds. I timed Stop. it. Stop. Yes. That's long because the ones downstairs do not go that long. I okay, well, let me tell you why. I have to why. hit it multiple ta- times let me tell you my why. hands are big. I emailed Brian Fike and I said, Of course Brian, you did. Brian, of course are you, you looking, did. <laughs> are you looking for a way to save money with, with the water? Because this is like 32 seconds. And he got back to me like, get the hell out of here. You're kidding. I said, no, go time it. Dude, you are. And he got back to me in a few days, and he went. We're putting new restriction in. This, see, I, not that I'm opposed to it, and I think it's smart. But if you know Jerry as well as I do, and the conversations we have, every little thing. You're going to be the 90 year old guy that can't use a computer. You're going to do handwritten letters in cursive that no one's going to be able to read because anybody working for government or any other thing is not going to be able to read cursive. You're going to write strongly worded letters like my wife's grandmother used to do. She used to write letters to everybody. That's my money. I, I, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying you don't have a right to do it. 
but it's it is such a Jerry thing to email right in to get out of the water. I would have been like, wow, that's really long and not done anything. It's smart and thank you for thinking of our tax dollars when it comes to that aspect of it. But I'm like, that's the gain's too high. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna talk to Jerry. I'm gonna talk to Larry. Larry about it. Yes. There's this is going I'm gonna talk Brian. I'm going to email Christy on this. I'm going to email Tom when on this. When things are wrong, they must be righted. <sighs> you must be a joy to live with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I guarantee. Connie I guarantee is a saint. I guarantee I am very difficult to live with. I guarantee it. I'm not a breeze either sometimes, especially if I'm in a mood. But uh, I can imagine like like when Connie finishes like the water. Do you have like the water, you know, the handle thing that moves it left left to the cold mm-hmm, and left mm-hmm, to the right mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You don't really, oh, you guess you could have that in the bathroom. Like if she puts it down and it's not in the center, does your OCD go, no, what's going on here? No. It's at two o'clock. That's some no. bullshit. No. And then write her a strongly worded text message. <laughs> I don't have that. No, I don't. I don't have that one. <laughs> or if she puts, you would be destroyed by my wife because there's every morning. See, everyone's, I'm, I'm a nice guy. Every morning I get up super early. So I make sure when my wife gets up, her coffee's in in the bathroom. Well, there's in the coffee. bathroom. Oh, yeah. So she just gets right up, gets in the shower and. Has her coffee in the in bathroom? Her? Oh yeah, yeah. While taking a dump? No, we have multiple bathrooms in my house. Okay, all right. So, so, so there's in one the, designated for dumping. We have our master bathroom. It might be the size of a shoe closet, but it's small. We have the same one. They're tiny as shit, man. But uh, no, I get up and don't wake her up, and I put the coffee in there. Way she gets up and gets starts her day. That's with, very thoughtful. It really is. I've been doing it for like eighteen years. Yeah. So, um, like my wife, there's coffee stains on the sink, and I'm anal when it comes to sinks. Like it has to be a clean sink. I ain't all about the sink here. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I'll wipe it out. Well, I wipe it out when I leave. Okay. Especially if I when we used to drink bourbon, I used to do bourbon glasses. I washed them. Especially there. when you pee in the sink. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, but good on good on you for bringing that to the attention of Brian. Yeah. Listen, we could save money on this, dude. Whatever it takes. Hmm. If they could, if the kids could learn how to play basketball we, in the dark, we could save some money on electricity. You have just given Baby. me a brilliant idea. <laughs> Baby steps. Actually, how much is the savings if we give them all like see in the dark, like vision glasses that the military has? And they, you buy them for each person on the floor, and then you just play in the dark. And if you want to watch the game, you have to, you have to buy your own night vision. That's an idea. It could be a long-term investment. How much could those things be? What, the good ones? Oh, they're called... The, no, the shitty ones. Uh-huh. We'll start with the shitty ones. Well, for an, indi- an, idea. For an individual, you can get a it's crappy efficient. one for like that 300 bucks. But like the ones that the military use, they're like high-tech. They're Dude, like thousands. shut off lights? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant idea. Probably pay for itself the first year. But you knew these high water bills were going to affect the school. Everybody, do, you, do people the only think it's their house? I, yes. Listen, I'm the biggest one who's complaining, and my shit costs about $300 a month. Dude, everybody's got this idea that like uh, that, that schools and municipalities and stuff don't pay for electricity, don't pay, yeah, right? but it's all just part of some grand deal. No. There's there's all the mice in the school district in the buildings. They just run on a on a carousel. Right. And, and Treadmill. Power, power the... Uh, Power of the schools. Right. No, but because like when I was a kid, I had the idea the, the, the streetlights came on 
that was just something the electric company did for everybody. No, it's not it. No, it's they not. actually pay for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we just wanted to make sure that it was on the bo- the board's radar. That is something that we're going to be looking at. And as Brian starts to craft the budget, we'll be looking more closely at that because that'll be a definite area that you'll see increasing in that line item. And just to add to uh, what Dr. Haller had said, the, uh, the request for the rate increase, which is about 30%, was submitted to the PUC, Pennsylvania Miracle Water, back on November 8th. The, there F-U-C. is a method of <laughs> filing a complaint with the PUC. If you Oh, yeah. It's F the F-U-C. consumer. Mm-hmm. You are against the rate increase, which uh, they are accepting until, I believe, January 7th. Uh, so I believe my question would probably be more for, for Mrs. Montaigne. So what... What is sending a letter going to do? Honestly, I, I what what do we think that sending a letter is going to do? They have the PA American Water has sent their request. The PUC is going to either grant or deny. I'm leaning on deny. <laughs> but but they don't they they would have to come up with a reason to deny. And if they have submitted a request, now I guess they could meet somewhere in the middle. Mm. But if they have submitted a request, they have also submitted the documentation that says we need it because of this. This is equal to a strongly worded letter. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I, I mean, it doesn't, you're, you're really not changing anything. They're not going to deny it. It's like if somebody buys a parcel of land here in Exeter. Good luck. <laughs> and they want to put X kind of business there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Township has one thing, two things they can do: thumbs up, thumbs down. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really simple. Like like government can't just act in a way that goes against what the laws are. They can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you do understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not talking federal government. They've been doing whatever they want. I do get what you're saying. I just, I think the uh, the uh, the problem is that people are like, well, at least somebody's fighting. Right. I, yeah. get, I get what you're saying. But uh, we've said this, if I had a dollar for every single time we talked about this on the show, it's almost talking about Ted Gardell. It's like beating a dead horse. It's not going to change. And as much work as Amanda Johnson does or she thinks she's doing and the people that support her, great for her to continue to do it. But you're giving this false hope of your water rates coming down. It's not going to happen. Well, you know, if you stop other people from do, you know, signing onto it, it, it's not going to make a damn bit of difference. If, if, and I would guarantee you most of them are going to sell because they overspend and don't want to raise taxes because no one wants to get, no one's going to get elected on raising taxes. I think we just, one of the reasons why we're going to talk about the next door stuff, like I said on next door, which I'm not really on much anymore. But do you think maybe that's why Bell and Volmer didn't win their reelection? No, we know why they didn't win the election. <clears throat> it's because a, the it, budget wasn't revealed at that point. Right, but it's just everything. You know, the spending and spending and spending, it's nothing no, new. I but don't you, think that was it. I think it's everything together with them. But my point is, is that the, do you think that Exeter is alone in their overspending and their drunken sailor spending? Every mm-hmm. township does it. 
Yeah. Because Americans are so entitled that they don't want frowny faces, which we've talked about. But we, <clears throat> I think that our spending is exceptional, which we're going to get into. But, but to put another fine point on this, my buddy Jeff is township supervisor over in Ole. Mm-hmm. Jeff Spatz. Yep. And he, I remember him telling me years ago, Jeff's been a supervisor for like 800 years. And he told me years and years ago that there was somebody who was sniffing around Ole to like put a porn shop or something. Okay. <laughs> My but some, old some type of a, an, a, an adult themed thing. And he said, we can't just deny it. If, they fit into all of the strictures of yeah. the rules. Mm-hmm. We can't say no because we don't want a dildo shop there, right? So what did they do? <laughs> they put together an ordinance that says, yes, and, and they can't deny an adult shop. You can't just do it. Okay. So they put to get together an ordinance that puts some extreme corner of Oli as the only spot that an adult shop could exist so like out at the end of spanglersville road or something like where nobody would go in the middle of a cornfield maybe you could put an adult themed shop but you can't put it downtown and you know i graduated from Oli, so here's the question that i have and Oli still has one traffic light and one yellow blinker Mm -hmm. when we talk about certain businesses coming to exeter and you're like well the demographics are this and if they've you know the companies have done their homework and if it's fitting for this area they, they put a business up so who's the dude that was like you know what Oli needs what, <laughs> a with dildo all those uptight shop. republicans yes but no 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 we no, need dude, a dilator dude, 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 dude you are wrong about Oli. <laughs> you are wrong about Oli. the old people are republicans all those people are dying off there are a ton of liberals. If you have any idea about their school board, and I know them, the, some of the people that were on the school board, some of the people that are still on the school board that got elected in, what, four years or whatever, and they just had an election, dude, there's people in that school district that are insane left. They insane are, left. But Republicans won the school board races this year and only. Right. What I'm saying is, is that there was billboards hung up like stupid white paper boards, like, you know, poster boards Mm -hmm. all around Oli talking smack to the people that I worked with Mm -hmm. and advised on getting them elected. This was like four or five years ago, four years ago, maybe. I don't want to name names, but they two or four years ago, they put them on like telephone bowl poles at like, uh, at, uh, 73 and 662, like all over the place. There's, there's some insane liberal white women in that town. We know that, but and but but the point being that there are sexual proclivities that would allow for a shop that sells dilators. <laughs> but that's what my point was: is who goes, you know what Oli needs, and I'm going to make you open up a business to make money, right? So if In you're theory. serving, if you're serving Oli, number one, like when I I lived. I went to Oli, but I lived outside of Oli, which our address was Boyertown. I lived over by the Pikeville Gun Club, right? So if I was going into town anywhere, I'd go to Boyertown because Oli doesn't have anything. 
Right. Like we used to go rent movies in Boyertown. So we'd have to drive the board. There was no place to rent movies in Oli back then. It was almost a porn shop. <laughs> That's my point. It's like there's like I go back to Oli. Remember when there wasn't even the it was the Oli IJ that was just like a place like the size of the mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. Way back in like 1988. Yeah. But who's in Oli that you put the business up to make money? Who goes, you know what we could use here? More dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Dildos, period. Like, we're going to make a lot of money. And you have to have make enough money to pay the rent, to pay the insurance, to pay the bills and everything. Is there? You could have everybody in Oli buy a dildo once a month, and you wouldn't be able to pay your bills. Unless, well, I don't know. what the, What's the running rate on a dildo these days? I don't know. <laughs> we can find it. If anybody knows, put it in the chat. <laughs> hey, Dave Hughes, if you know, put it in the chat. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Dave Hughes. That's okay. It's a joke. Now he's not going to text you anymore. And our solicitor would, um, if the board would be interested in directing the administration to file any complaint to the PUC on behalf of the district, would that need to be an official vote at a future voting meeting? Or could- is the paint drying yet? But this is again, we're this is the same conversation we're going to have about poor Amanda Johnson. I feel for her. I really do. I think she's just. Maybe she's trying to launch a career, which I had talked about a couple it's weeks a thought. ago. It's a I had thought. talked about that several episodes ago. Career in politics. That'd be something that's more of a, uh, a discussion at Strongpool. Really, I think you could, it, it's it's not really a board action. It's yeah. a directive to the administration to file to file if they're if you're an eligible entity to file a complaint. Okay. Uh, I'd have to look into that, but it, it's not a vote to yeah. file the complaint. Mm-hmm. So the, the the question I would have is is anyone on the board willing to entertain doing that or having the administration? Sure. And what if we uh, put capitals all throughout the strongly worded letter? If we capitalize every. Um, word in every sentence and use exclamation points, do you think that will have more of a ability to change the mind of the PUC? Am I going to be Sharon? Sure. Okay. Well, you know, (laughs) depends on how many exclamation points you use. Every sentence. How many? Two, four? Well, it's probably going to be two paragraphs, so probably ten exclamation points. I mean per sentence. Whoa. Just one. Just one? Just one. What are you, a pussy? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know how to write a letter? If we take a strongly worded letter and just make sure that every letter is capitalized and every sentence is ended with an exclamation point and the paragraph is at least six sentences long, will that have more of a profound effect on the PUC than not? Can we end the letter with, I said good day, sir? Yes, and then a comma, and then we'll all sign it. In that case, I think we would have a very good chance of forestalling any increase in water rates. <laughs> you know what I do when I write a, like, I've had some interactions with the, the administration at the junior high lately. And um, I always, and I try to write professionally as possible, but I always end up, Ending it with sincerely concerned. <laughs> sincerely concerned. <laughs> That's how I would. I said it. good day, sir. Yeah, right. And do that and file a complaint with the PUC to to put the district down on record that, that we're against the rate increase. Absolutely. I think that we need to. And I think this is going to be difficult. I mean, for the administration. Tim. Now we got Tim Morgan. 
chiming in. Every I know Tim. I've talked to Tim actually with a lot in the past month, two months. Talked to Tim this morning because of stuff going on um, at the junior high. But uh, <clears throat> everybody's feeling the pain of the water. Even if even if you're doing okay or you're doing well, it's it's <laughs> you open that bill up, your man, like holy shit. Three hundred dollars, three forty. I've had some over four. Our water bill last month was one hundred and twenty-five. Water and sewer bill, right? Yeah, water yeah. and sewer. Uh, we should just state it as your bill from PA American Water, mm-hmm. because if you you really to get down to look at it, it's this, the the water's not the main issue. I mean, is it a lot more than we were paying before all this? Yes, but it's the sewer that's the issue. Yeah too. I mean, because this is not unique to the district. Our taxpayers are going to be taking a significant increase as well beyond what they're already paying. And uh-huh. Yeah, we're not going to take. We already have been dealing with it. It's going to be even worse. So, you know, we're going to all have to start to look at places where we have to supplement in order to make that up. And so I think anything that we can do is the right thing. And, and by I the guess way, we're going to have to raise taxes. Well... Follow up to that, Mr. Mel would be, you know, as we look at building use by non-district use, is is it something that we're going to have to look at increasing the rate that we charge for those people, as a result of for those for those organizations yeah. as a result of this to help supplement or off, offset? I mean, we're not looking to, obviously we're not making money on this, but at least to offset. Okay, that's what I wanted to get at ultimately with this. Obviously, we're not making money on this. You could. You know how you could? Now, just last, well, maybe it was early this year, they passed a new rate structure for use of the buildings for outside groups. Make it expensive. Yes. Well, look, we, we've got an excessive water thing. Well, they don't Okay, dr- so, so let's right. say that we were charging 150 we got to take that up to 180 to make sure that water's paid for or whatever the number is. Isn't that be. what, like the people who. <laughs> Exactly. You're exactly right. So the people that are using the, the buildings, they're not drinking water, our or water. Or washing their hands or, or using washing the, toilets. Exactly. Exactly. So any business, which let's be honest, this part of the school is a business. So anytime the costs go up, you have to increase the fees. Tim Morgan, if you were listening, water surcharge. That's all I'm going to say. I, I think that gets it done. It helps. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many outside groups use it, but if it's 20, if it's 30, if we can recoup another grand. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, uh, this is so, I don't know, man. I, it's it's ridiculous what our bills are and what they're going to be. And I just don't think there's anything that we can do about it except for browbeat the people that uh, voted to sell our <laughs> treatment plant all the shipping companies have hit us with fuel surcharges since about 2005 yeah okay water surcharge i don't have an issue with that let these organizations pay for it if uh you know what what type of organization would use it but uh i don't know city of basketball love if they came that's what i was just gonna say right (laughs) i don't know but whatever organization comes in Dude, right? there's surcharges on everything nowadays. There was yeah. people that put surcharges when Obamacare. You go buy a product from a company, Health insurance, and they would put Obama Obamacare surcharge. And yeah. I saw the receipts when people I did business with. They were like, "Hey, Kev, come here. I want to show you something. We're charging a surcharge because of uh, Obamacare." Right. And then you'd have liberal people come in and buy their products, and they're like, "What is this?" Well, that's the oh, rate of geez. increase. 
<laughs> the rate of increase of, that I have to do my employees. So we're just, yeah. it, which the Dinkleberries don't under, quite understand is that any additional cost on a business is going to be transferred to the end user. So at this point, yes, raise the cost of, of renting out, I don't know, Jacksonwald's gym or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or or if you want to use the uh, high school auditorium for something, guess what? Yeah. You're paying a surcharge, chief. Of the, there's a water surcharge. Yeah, that's all. Good. At the cost of the water usage, and is there a way that we can do some analytics to find out what that usage is outside of district use? I'm not sure that they can narrow that down. I mean, perhaps they, they, I'm waiting, they I'm might waiting be able on. to do so, but that is. I'm waiting for one of them to be like, "How about we just." You know, ask someone else to take our sewage and treat it and then <laughs> pump it back to us. And pump oh. the clean water back to us. Oh. I can't believe she was still talking about that at the other meetings. I know. Oh, that that's not gonna work. Do you have you this is the problem. Has she ever, 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 ever dug a hole? <laughs> it's it, dude, it's the it, it's the thing I was talking about before when I was a kid. I thought that street lights weren't yeah. paid for. Right? Yeah. It's like, so who ran the wire, dug the hole to put the pole in, made yeah. the light bulb, mm-hmm. made the cover for the light bulb? Yeah. Who made the, the the fitting that goes down into the wood that sits on top of the, that holds the light bulb and yeah. all of that stuff? It's like, she's like, why don't we just imagine it to in there? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, ma- if everyone uses their... Their powers of their mind, and I believe in the power of the mind. Trust me, if you ask my kids, I don't. But oh, I do. Positively thinking. Oh yeah, I've seen it work. But we're just gonna imagine that everyone's shit and piss just <laughs> flies over to Daniel Boone, and they're gonna process it, and then everyone's gonna use their mind powers and just imagine it that it goes fresh water goes back into everyone's house and we wouldn't have to dig any holes any new pa- any lines we wouldn't have to to build any new pipes or lay any pipes or dig any holes or then or use you know machines to dig the to to dig up all the piping and then we can just imagine that we have fresh clean water and that will fix it one well, and here's my other thought that I was that I was <laughs> that you are effing around, insane that I'm throwing around. If everybody clenches their cheeks and goes poop one time a month a day a month <laughs> even better one time a week just clench them and walk around a lot. Like our president will be okay. I think our president. Well, hold on. You could poop multiple times. You just can't put it in the toilet. Just keep it in your pants, like our president. Okay. <laughs> you know that guy shouldn't his pants all the time. Constant. The way he walks, dude. No, come on. Constant. He's walking like a, he's walking like a three year old that just shit their pants. Mommy. Is <laughs> that Brian has has discussed that looking at the potential use of groups, and then increasing the fee in which oh, they would pay for the use of the go. facility. I thought I was coming up with that idea Brian because of the increased utility. It's good you didn't email Brian about it. Hey, dude, why don't you just put it? In? He'd be like, "We did listen to the but whole. That listen to your whole clip, Jerry. Goddamn clip, <laughs> jerk off." To to put out um, when people are using that building. So that's something that we're definitely looking at. But we can check with him about. Or, he can narrow or that. how about this? You want water? You have to put quarters in. Oh, even to fill the water water bottle those? up at the gym. Mm-hmm. You, re- you remember the toilets that you had to put a, a dime in? No. Oh, dude. Back in the 70s, airports, airport stalls, 
in bathrooms. You had to put a dime in to get you in know, there. Kind of like you do with like a shopping cart at BJ's and yes. stuff like that. You put the quarter in at, at Aldi. They do that at Aldi. They do it at Aldi. Yeah. When we used to shop, when the kids were little, we would shop at BJ's. They don't do that anymore. But yeah, a dime. Mm-hmm. You used to put put a dime to go take a dump. No shit. Yeah. See, I was at when it was I, free to pee. That's why I had to prove to you. I know I was in Chicago. My wife and I were flying out of O'Hare. And uh, I had to use the bathroom, and uh, I don't like going in public. Dude, they had the ones where you go into the stall and, it goes, and it pulls the plastic around the seat. Oh. It's like a, it's like cellophane. Not yeah. cellophane, but like a, I don't know, plastic thing that's over it. But then you really wonder, if you're the dude, when was that changed last? So are you overlapping? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm you didn't have to pay for that. Well, I'm sure you do through your you know flight and everything. But Even though I know... <laughs> that, like those wax paper things that you put over the toilet, do nothing. Oh no! If they're there, I still use them. Oh, I'm sure. I don't bother, man. I, I this is the part. I'm like, I'll have conversations with some dudes at the gym, and he's like, "Yeah, don't bother wiping it down." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's biology." You're not. You're you, one of the reasons why Americans. Well, how about if there's poop all over? Do you wipe it down there? No, I'm talking about the equipment. Who's shitting on the equipment? <laughs> you don't shit on equipment in the gym? You're going to go bench press. You'll be like, oh, do you mind cleaning the feces off this Dude, flat I, bench I for just me? Put my hand back and. No, but that's one of the reasons why we don't die I we of were like. toilets. Well, no. In the bathroom, I definitely try not to go in. I've had to go in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, I don't like it. And I'll just bite it. I'll just not bite the toilet seat. I'll just. Grin and bear bite it. the toilet seat. <laughs> I'll grin and bear it. It's That'll time. keep me from pooping. <laughs> You're right. Make that, me puke. Sometimes, do when the, you take the pre-workout, it goes <laughs> right through you. You know what I mean? Down. Is the board prohibited from uh, submitting a complaint? As, as an individual? The board. Is, the, is, this is, is a- the board prohibited from writing a strongly worded letter that's different than the other strongly worded letters? If we submit multiple strongly worded letters with all kinds of exclamation points. How about if we get one of those cards and the card when, you know, you've seen them, you know, when my grandkids back in the day, we'd give them a birthday card and you'd open it up and shit would fly out in your face. right? So what we're going to do is, is like, we're going to get them. And then when you open it up, things are going to fly out and say, please don't raise our rates. People like like you open up the card yeah. and a bunch of people show up with their hands up in the air. Don't raise our rates. <laughs> or just I'm gonna send one that just says F you. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not talking individual. Are yeah. we prohibited as man? I would have to look at Bob's voice sounds sick. I think he was sick. He sounds very raspy. Yeah. Raspy. And I'll tell you what else is going on. If you listen you can hear him like rubbing his face. He's rubbing his face or his neck or something. Listen as he's talking. Into that, um, I would suspect not, but I, I don't know what the parameters for filing an Back appeal would. Here. The facility, because of the increased utilities that we have to, to put out um, when people are using that building, so that's something that we're definitely okay, looking at. Look but like we can check Stop. with him about if he can. No, just that pointing down. that out. Is your board <laughs> prohibited yes. from uh, submitting a complaint? Maybe he's doing as, woodworking. As an individual? The board. I heard it. I heard it. You don't have to play it again. I heard yeah. it. Maybe he's just doing some woodworking way because yeah, he's, he's bored at the meeting. His face. <laughs> That's his what face. it sounds like. He's, sand, he's sanding. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you shave this morning? I did not. 
Careful. My day not to shave is usually Saturday and Monday. You have that 11 a.m. shadow going on. I'm... <laughs> this is a board. I would never shave ever. I didn't realize. I don't. That's why I have a beard. <laughs> I hate it. I'm not talking. Saturday and Monday are my days not to shave. Why Saturday and Monday? Saturday, I generally don't have any business to conduct. Yeah. And Mondays, I don't go on sales calls because mm. nobody's going to buy anything. Because I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but business in America happens Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Correct. Dude, don't crush my buzz. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't like, I, I, I'm trying to ease into my work week on Monday, dude. Oh, yeah. Don't, uh, don't dude. push me. I, and then on Friday, <laughs> dude, I'm just trying to get to the weekend, dude. Don't yeah. do it. Don't, don't bother me. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I worked for my father's company for 26 years. Uh, and then I did direct sales. Majority cold calling. Dude, dude. So I know. Actually, I like Monday mornings. Dude. Because you get people, you, you when in my job, what I did is so you got people fresh, being at home, reading the paper, watching TV, and everything. So they were too busy, unless someone works Saturdays, but they were too busy during the week to really pay attention to stuff. So they you got them pissed off on Monday morning. And that was my job, is to make sure the people are pissed off. <laughs> right? So they get pissed off. But then sometimes they just didn't have time. So you got to make sure you definitely don't do a cold call on a Friday or a sales call on a Friday. No. no. And maybe Friday morning. Never. Dude, just trying to ease into my week, man. <laughs> just trying to get into the weekend. Don't need you putting pressure on me. Yeah, but this direct sales, direct cold call sales is one of the hardest things. And where you go in and you leave with money, that's mm -hmm. the most difficult sales job there is. You leave money? What do you mean? You leave with money. Oh, leave with money. Okay. You do the cold call? Yep. You leave with money. Oh, it's near impossible. An individual. Are yeah. we prohibited I, as a public? I would, have to, I would have to look into that. Um, <clears throat> I would suspect not, but I, I don't know what the parameters for filing an appeal would be. I, yep. I oh, would suggest. God, they should be made to watch the supervisor's meetings and then listen to this show. <laughs> going to be here, but as an elected body, I would think that that would have increased stature over just the administration filing it. No. Why? Why would you think that would be more? Because I've got news for you. Regardless of the fact that it is incorrect, school boards are looked at as the lowest rung of the government ladder. HOAs. Well, it, 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 that's, that's a voluntary thing. No, it's not, not when you buy a house in an HOA. It's not voluntary. Well, it you is kind of, I guess you don't have to do buy Do you a house elect in people? No. Yeah. But d does the masses of people elect people? Of that, that community? Yes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't count. HOA is the smallest form of government. School boards are looked at as, the, as smaller than the township, regardless of the fact oh, yeah. that I agree they are with that. seven times the size. I agree with that, but it's yeah. not the smallest form of government. I just recently saw a video where this guy who is the head of an HOA, and he's talking to a guy's ring counter camera, and he's like, hey, bud. And he's got this cheese dick mustache, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, hey, bud. Uh, he's probably like early 30s, so you know he's a millennial. Hey, bud, we, we, we've noticed that you're breaking the rules, and um, you're starting your car in the morning. Listen, bud, I understand it's cold. 
but uh, you can't start your car in the morning. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for the kids. Out the bus. Now, meanwhile, it's dark out. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. You see the little timer thing. They can fine. Your HOA can fine you. And I would this- tell them to fine me. <laughs> I would defy them to fine me. I just wouldn't buy a house in an HOA. No, that either. Words, you are an elected body, and putting that representing the residents of this township, I would think that it would be appropriate for the board to submit no. that objection. And citing the increase. All right, so, so we get it. Right. We get it. That guy can uh, talk about the same yeah. thing. That's what I, it's. You're just changing the monopoly pieces on this one, and they're having the same discussions. I'm just surprised it's taken them this long to discuss it. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I guess it's just their turn. Well, yeah, because the bills, I, it's a it's a it's a major issue in this community. Yeah, and it's going to affect their bottom line, and then the people are like, because this is guess what, people of Exeter. Not only are you paying for high prices, you are also paying for the high prices of water at the school district. Yep. You're paying for the water there. Double and triple paying. Amanda time. Johnson doesn't just wish it to be there and the water floats in. Yeah. Nothing against Amanda Johnson. I'm just saying. I'm you not saying, saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay. So now let's get over to the township very quickly. Yeah. Uh, that one was just a holdover from three weeks ago. Now, uh, so we've got a couple of things in the township, okay? So before we hit the big thing of the budget, Mm. the the supervisors have once again passed Uh this dumb thing about how all communication has to go through the chair of the board. Uh, You can't communicate directly. Like, supervisors can't communicate directly with with uh, employees mm-hmm. or da, 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 or anything. And it, it's just like, you know, we, we've this, already, this song has been sung. Right. And and this is, I should call Dave. This, not Hughes. Volmer said he was going to change things. And this is the same exact shit that Bell did. <laughs> Let's listen to the clip. I've got ideas. All right, moving right along here under administration. Uh, the chair would like to make a motion to make all communication from township supervisors to any township official. This includes any employee, volunteer, or anyone affiliated with the township, but not to include other township supervisors, must go through the chair or the vice chairman when needed and then go to the township manager. Anyone associated with the township? Me. Are you a citizen? Yep. I'm you are associated with the township. Again, it's a dumb resolution that's been done before, but it's even worse it's been than done the first twice one. Already. Right. Well, first it was through Ted, and then it was Ted through George, done through George, and now yep. it's being done through Volmer and George. Yeah, exactly. So it's this type of shit of why they weren't reelected. So what they are trying to do, mm-hmm. I, I mean, ultimately, what they just said was, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to. Yep. Y- you can't email Larry Pearsall. You can't email you as a citizen. Can't email you. Got to email me, and I'll decide if he can get it. Now I can imagine that Dave Hughes emails Larry and texts him a lot. I can imagine, but it's if, his effing job. Exactly. Whether if you don't like it, too bad. He's a supervisor, and he has the same rights that every other supervisor has. If I was Hughes, I would see if you could sue over this. 
Sue them. I would too. Sue the board. How are how so all the supervisors are equal, correct? In theory. Except for Dave Hughes. Who has to go any questions has to go through Volmer? Are you this is the same shit we my God, are we in the one like the Black Mirror? Because this is the same shit that we talked about. It's just over. Is and there over. an is there an echo in here? This is the same thing that asshole cancer did, and this is the same thing that Den Bell did. Yep. Like you, I don't care if you like Dave Hughes or not. And obviously, I know everybody knows I have my problems with Dave Hughes too, and he knows too because that's why he doesn't text me or whatever anymore. Mm-hmm. But he has a right to converse and ask questions of the people that work in his township dude he actually has a duty to do that right? he was they elected. all do they all have a duty to contact the employees and say i need this that yep. or the other thing so that i can make an informed decision yep. for the people that elected me mm-hmm. yeah and more people <laughs> this is another thing how many elections have volmer won Still zero. Mm. Well, no, he won a primary. Not he a won gen- a primary. Not a general, but he didn't yeah. beat, He didn't win. No. How many seats did he win, I guess you could say, though? He has won zero. Okay. How many has Dave Hughes won? One. Okay. Yeah. So I, it, I, I ju- I'm just annoyed by this stuff, and I have, like, again, I have my problems with Dave Hughes. It's not the questions that he asked, though. Right, and now you're trying to stop the one guy from asking questions. Oh well, he bothers the employees. Wow, has anyone had a boss that maybe they didn't like before? So the the question that I need to ask, and that I did ask uh, on the examiner, what exactly is the enforcement mechanism here? Because this is number one. This is not an ordinance of the township. In order to enact an ordinance, you have to advertise that ordinance, then vote on it to give people the idea that the ordinance is coming. Then you vote on it, and then it's a law. This yeah. doesn't carry the force of law. They can't. How would you be you able to? Can't, def- you can't make the case that this is, you know, because one of the things in the, in the whatever second class township code or something is you have the right to conduct the meetings as you want. This is not about the meetings. Sure. This is about interaction with personnel so that supervisors can make mm-hmm. their proper judgments to make a vote. And I mean, it's just, it's maddening when you do this because let's look at it in reality. Let's say that Dave Hughes starts adhering to the rule and he wants information on issue A from one of the women in the uh, finance department. Mm -hmm. He sends it to Vollmer. Vollmer sits on it for a week. Mm-hmm. Then he sends which portion of it he wants to them to get what answer he wants yep. and sends it back to Dave. There needs to be direct interaction. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it can it can happen with any of them. It could happen with Michelle Kirchner. It could happen with Tony Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Like this is about filtering information that I don't like. If I don't like the question you're asking, F you. It's not going to get asked. We literally could cut parts of our show when we've discussed this in the past. Yeah. And and, and and this one's actually worse because I think it's even more poorly written. It's because the it third could be go you. Around. It could be you and me. Right. Any, re, any resident of Exeter. 
So that's the question. I mean, really. Back to the clip. So stupid. The chair will handle that. Do I have a second? I'll second the motion. All right, discussion. I certainly have some discussion on this. I I have in front of me the Township Supervisor's Handbook, which is uh, available at the PSAT's uh, website. That goddamn squeaky chair. Jerry, we have to call Larry and tell him to put some WD-40 on those puppies. Should I send him an email? (laughs) Am I allowed to send him an email? No, not an email. A strongly worded letter. (laughs) Okay. Dear. Text him. Larry. In, you have to put it in all capitalized, all letters, and end them with exclamation There's point. a squeaky effing chair in that room. Site. And it talks about the township supervisors are elected to serve their residents and taxpayers. Township supervisors <clears throat> fulfill their elected official duties by regularly attending and actively participating in meetings of the board of supervisors. You know, that's another important point that, that was made last time, Okay. You're saying that any and all communication. So that means that in the meeting, mm-hmm. Dave Hughes has to ask Volmer right. to ask Larry a question. Yep. It's, it's, so like. Or even anyone on the planning commission or anybody that's works for the township that comes and speaks. Gotta go through. Yep. yep so well, any, no, they did restrict it specifically to supervisors. What do you, oh, and, so, and, oh, no. Anyone associated. Right. Anyone associated. So if someone comes. To a meeting yep. that works for the township and does a presentation or yep. whatever, yep. Dave Hughes has to ask Volmer or email Volmer, and then Volmer will go through ask the person. So when Matt had If I was Dave Hughes, this is exactly what I'd do. Next time someone comes that works for the township, whether it's someone from the RCC or whatever, um, ask a question to Volmer as if the question's for the guy. Or whomever the woman who's ever speaking. So if Matt Hathaway, who mm-hmm. is the principal over at Jackson Wald Elementary, if he wants to use some township park and he decides to go to the supervisor's meeting, mm-hmm. he has to ask Volmer mm-hmm. to ask Larry or whoever's in charge of Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. who then has to communicate to Volmer, who then has to com- communicate to Matt Hathaway, mm-hmm. who's standing in the room and can just ask a question. Yep. But instead, because he's associated with Exeter, Mm -hmm. he works here. Mm -hmm. I think he lives here, too. But he works here. Mm -hmm. Anybody associated? Or this is what Dave Hughes should do. So next time someone comes to the meeting and they're doing a speech, just have Hughes raise his hand. And then uh, Chairman Volmer, can you ask them if this, this, this? That's what he should do. Yep. Township supervisors should actively seek input from their residents and taxpayers. Ask thoughtful questions of staff and advisory board. I think you can restrict me from talking to staff members. This is another attempt. First it was go through Gardella, then it was to go through Bell, now it's to go through you. This is just to try to control another elected supervisor. We all, Why are they outside against of this democracy? meeting, we're all equal. Why are Volmer and Bell against democracy and all the people that vote for this? Why are Why they, are they atta- people getting information? Why are they attacking our democracy? They're attacking our democracy. Hughes was elected. Why are they at- Why are they trying to destroy our democracy and belief in question. it? That's what they're doing. So I should not have to go through any of you to talk to anyone else, as long as it's re- re- per- permitted for for business. 
Um, so, just so you know. Go ahead. I know how you're going to vote, but go ahead and do right, it. They, you know, have discussion on this? What we're yeah, going to do is if any interactions that supervisors try to, if they try to call me or text me, I'm going to forward it to you. Okay. So then you can get back to me. All right. They're not allowed to talk to me directly. Okay. <laughs> well, get ready. How stupid is this? It's it's idiotic. It's to the tyrannical. It's, it's tyrannical to the extreme. So the who's who all has been elected up there? Just Hughes, right? No, Michelle. Michelle. Well, she's a buffoon anyway. Expect we'll get to the next door parts of that. Mm-hmm. So the people that weren't elected are restricting the speech of the guy that was elected. Mm-hmm. Do I have that correct? They're they're restricting the speech of all supervisors. Right. But of, it's of, of technically of Michelle, Dave Hughes, and Tony Ronaldo. They are restricting that speech. Right. So does Bell have to go through Volmer to go to Larry? No, because remember, he also is in on this deciding thing. Okay, so we have to see if there's any emails from Michelle to Larry or anyone else in the township that works Since the this was passed, that's a good idea. We could follow Because then she's breaking it and she should be censored. Yeah. Censured. Censured. So I've got you know I I can't get past this like like what is the the what is the enforcement mechanism because it's not criminal because it's not a law correct okay you can't sue him it's not civil there is no enforcement action here Beatings. I've been trying to get people beatings can't do that either that's Why? assault just with like a switch cherry stick or something just it's assault so there is no enforcement mechanism Volmer can't say. Chief Harley, tell him to show you. Like, like, you can't do it. You can't do it. There's no enforcement Can, action. Can Volmer throw him out like no. George did? They already found that out. Oh, they? so George did that. Maybe that's another reason why George wasn't elected. Maybe that's why. No, that's not one. It's a whole reason. It's a whole litany of things that George did when he mm-hmm. was a little chubby tyrant. So I want to find out what the enforcement mechanism is. So I'm going to call Dave Vollmer on air. Here we go. And uh, Dave's like to, shutting his phone off. <laughs> we're going to find out what the enforcement mechanism is. Okay. <laughs> Jerry just looked at me like, what? Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Here we go. You order Chinese? <laughs> he's not going to answer. No, he's not. He knows we're on here, right? Probably. Your call has been yeah, forwarded come to voicemail. On, Dave. The person you're trying to reach is not available. Well, well, here, At the tone, please record your message. Your when voice. you have finished no. recording, you may hang Let's up. Just leave a message. Hey, Dave, it, it's Kevin, Jerry. We're on the air right now. I was hoping to talk to you. Um... I want to know what exactly the enforcement mechanism is that you have to force any supervisor to go through you to, uh, you know, to talk to township employees. I would like to know because it's not criminal because you didn't set up an ordinance. You didn't pass a law. There's no civil penalty. So and, and it has nothing to do with meeting. So can you tell me exactly how it is that you're going to. Like, like enforce this stupid ass action. Like it doesn't make any sense. Call us back. It take, call me back, buddy. <laughs> it's true. Sure. 
Yeah, there's no reason for this again. And, and I, I wonder, we talked about this the other day, and or last night. I told you I wanted to keep this stuff fresh. Is these guys are lame ducks right now? They shouldn't be able to do anything like this. There should there should they be can't do it anyway. But yes, point taken. Right, but they they. This is almost like a lame duck president. Yes, it is. They're, they're are they just doing this because they're on their way out? Yeah, that's what they're doing. And once we get Michelle to resign, because she should resign too. Yeah. Okay, we got another phone call to make here. <laughs> Who's this one? Chad Schnee. Oh, shit. We know he's listening. Yeah. But maybe we got enough of a, a delay that he'll pick up. I doubt it. <laughs> Thank you for calling the law office of Tucker Hall. We're located oh, at wrong number. West Main. It's the wrong number. I had an old number for him. Damn it. Probably blocked your number anyway. Yeah. You can get off his well, Google. this is my other number. Remember that. Oh. This is not my number. Oh, that's Tucker Hall. Okay. So that one failed as well. We could look it up. I doubt that, it, that he has it. Well, he's got to have a public phone, doesn't he? Well, it's a business. Ooh, look this shit up. Yeah. He's got a anyway. Google reviews. His wife says he's a great lawyer. Quickly. His wife says he's an exceptional lawyer. Yeah, and she's active again under an assumed name. Asshole Lubinsky? I, I don't remember. She's like <laughs> she's active again under an assumed name so that she can get her uh her and her, her venom out. Who's okay, the other here's wo- the number? What's that another woman that loves her? I see that's <laughs> I don't know. Okay, keypad, let's see. Welcome uh, Welcome to your new phone. <laughs> and we go like that. Okay. All right, let's see if we can get this. <laughs> it's a business phone. He's got to pick it up. Doesn't have to. This is Chad Shane. How can I help you? Hi, Chad. It's Jerry and Kev. We're we're on the air on the Exner Underground. I have a, a legal question for you. Go ahead. So Volmer and Bell passed this thing uh, concerning having a communications a communications deal where everything has to go through either Bell or Volmer for supervisors. Now in the motion he clearly states that anyone associated with the township has to go through Bell and Volmer. As a citizen I am associated with the township. Do I have to go through Volmer? to get a question answered by, say, Jennifer Kaufman. He hung up! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because you're getting legal, you wanted legal advice, and you're not paying them. Okay. Well, we are as a township. Now we're going to call George Bell. (laughs) (laughs) He hung up. Why would you hang up? I don't know, but it's pretty effing disrespectful. Yeah, I'm a taxpayers. And it was just... A- Thank you for calling Fidelity Investments. To schedule a planning appointment, please stay on the line. For service transactions, consider going digital by visiting fidelity.com or downloading the Fidelity mobile app. Free commercial. If you know the five-digit extension of the individual you are trying to reach, please enter it now. Otherwise, please remain on the line. Oh, remain on the line. 
Just keep hitting zero to get to somebody. We'll get there. It's just taking them a couple Please seconds. note, calls may be recorded and monitored. I hope so. For privacy information, yes, it can be fidelity.com <laughs> slash privacy. In your own words, tell me why you're calling today. I'd like to speak to George Bell. Are you calling to speak to your advisor? Kinda. One moment, please. You're bothering me at work. All of our representatives are currently busy assisting other customers. We apologize for the delay. Please remain on the line, and your call will be answered by the next available representative. Just answer it. Uh, answer call. Someone's home. Hello. Is this Chad? Yes. I think we just got disconnected. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so did you get the question? What was the question? The question was, do I have to go through Dave Vollmer to get a question answered by Jennifer Kaufman? Why would you ask Jennifer Kaufman a question? I guess it'd be my first question. Ah, because she's a nice woman, and, I, and and maybe I want to have a conversation with her. I don't know. I'm just using the well, name. Yeah, my, my suggestion would be to go to the township manager if you have any questions for citizens. Okay, so so then citizens cannot directly speak to because by virtue of this uh, th- this motion that was made and passed, citizens cannot directly speak to township employees whose salaries we pay. No, that's not true. Of course, the public can contact any member of uh, public government as much as they want to. Okay, so then the motion is flawed and should be uh, reworked. Okay, now question number two is... Well, it's actually incorrect, but but sure. No, go on. Explain what what you're saying. Well, I'm just... First of all, is this live on your... your Yes, it is, and I did tell you that we were on air. I did. Oh, I called you back. I wasn't sure. So, yeah. uh, first of all, let me say this. I'm not your attorney. I'm not providing you legal advice. Just be very clear that this is not an attorney-client relationship. Um, the motion, all it does is it authorizes employees to not respond to inquiries um, from a supervisor that has threatened to sue the township. When did he threaten to sue the township? Uh, I would refer you back to the audio clip that Supervisor Volmer read. Yeah, okay, but he didn't set, threaten to th- sue the township. What he specifically said was, you could be setting yourself up for a lawsuit. It doesn't mean from him. It could be from anybody. I, I would refer you again to that specific wording that he uh, chose to send to our township manager. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so that, that's solved now. Now, one more question. What exactly is the enforcement action that can be taken? Because this is not an ordinance. This is a wish. Okay. Uh, further, this is not about meetings. So you can't refer to the second class township code, which says that you have a right to conduct your meetings a certain way. So if this is not a law, this is not about the meetings, what is the enforcement action? It's not a criminal action. Well, I think I would refer you back to what I just said moments ago, which is that 
this is not a um, restriction on anyone's ability to speak. This is uh, the, giving the employees the ability to not have to respond to inquiries. But what is the enforcement mechanism that compels that? If he does it. Well, so who, who writes the paychecks for the employees of the township? Uh, the, 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 I, I don't know. What do we want to say here? The, the, the finance department. So there's an inquiry that comes in. So there's, there's a five member board, right? Okay. Agree with me? You still with me? All right. Yeah, I'm here. So th- these, these employees, uh, do not have to fear any kind of reprisal should they not immediately drop everything and respond to an inquiry that comes from a member of the board other than uh, the chair or the vice chair. Yeah, but 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 what what about something that is nothing but a wish compels this action? He can't well, I, inf- I Vollmer can't enforce this in any way. Well, I think you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. I think you're looking at it as some sort of enforcement mechanism. It's instead it's, it's a safety net for the employees that that have to uh, to deal with this situation. A safety net from having to answer questions about their job? Well, being threatened to be sued. Nobody threatened to sue anybody. Is, I mean, well, except for this particular supervisor. But the um, the other issue is... That's an um, interpretation. You know, I think supervisor... I think the chair also advised of the enormous amount of staff time and resources that uh, is being taken up by the township manager and others. I think he said something to the effect that it was a two and a half hour meeting with uh, that individual earlier in the day. It's just, you can't have one supervisor take up and suck up all the oxygen in the room, fortunately, which is what's happening right now. But, but Chad, it's, it's, <laughs> you don't see this as heavy handed because now Michelle Kircher cannot get answers. And, and, and further, if we have Dave Vollmer being the arbiter of all that is right and wrong, if Tony Ronaldo sends Dave an email and says, hey, can you ask Larry about issue A, B and C? And Dave decides he doesn't want B and C answered and only asks about A and then gives Tony that issue, that answer back. Like, how effective is this communication? Well, I think the problem is this. I mean, if you have, let's, let's pretend we're dealing with numbers, right? So let's say um, the other four supervisors are spending 20 hours a month on township business with communication. And you've got one supervisor that's spending 100 hours a month on communication. It's a disproportionate balance that impacts the way the township operates and having to drop everything in order to accommodate one person outside of the form of the board desired to have Answer questions, answers, reports generated, more work created um, is problematic. I mean, I think the Pennsylvania Sunshine Act requires that official action be taken with a quorum, which here is at least three supervisors. And here you've got one supervisor unilaterally demanding reports and information and other uh, stuff to be created and generated, which is monopolizing a lot of the staff's time, unfortunately. Okay, so then. The easiest way to solve the problem, the easiest way to solve the problem is. Get a quorum of the board that authorized the creation of these reports or the release of this information or, or whatever the issue happens to be. Is your 
Okay, so then any supervisor needs to get two other people on board to get some esoteric piece of information to make sure that I, I they get it. I mean, Chad, this is silly, man. Come on. Well, I think you're choosing it quite a bit, but we're talking about generating and creating entirely new reports. I mean, that's that's something that is not a minimum esoteric piece of information. That's an investment in time and money. Okay. Time and money. Okay. But as a representative of the people, he has a right to it. Shouldn't we just let democracy work it out and then next time Hughes runs, that's his background, that he takes up a lot of time from employees? And then, okay. Well, the, the question people- is, do you want your government operating outside the confines of the public meeting? I, I think that's a very non-transparent way of operating. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Discussions and release of information happen to uh, occur during public meetings. So then you would want him to ask all of his questions during the public meeting. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I, you know, I, I honestly, I think the best way for any kind of government to operate is if there's information that needs to go out there, let that, let that question be asked. Let the staff have a chance to prepare for that information so that it can be discussed during a public meeting. But that's what he tried to do. He tried to get information and then Volmer bitched like a little baby. Well, again, I think I think what you are suggesting is that this individual had one piece of information that he wanted that he wasn't getting. I think what you're forgetting is that this gentleman is, is requesting oodles and oodles of information that it's overwhelming staff and resources. This communication issue wouldn't be necessary had it not been for the overwhelming um, amount of information and time that these requests are taking up. Okay. All right. Well, 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 thanks for your answers. I appreciate it. I do appreciate you calling Listen, back and everything, I, too. I, 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 I have to call back. I'm always happy to share information. I think we had a respectful conversation. No names were, were said, right? <laughs> right. Except um, by me. Right. And, uh, right. You know, I, I, think, I think we're a professional in this phone call. Okay. Chad, one more question. Sure. How much did this phone call cost me? <laughs> uh, listen, listen, we don't have an attorney-client relationship. I, I'm not going to send you a bill out to the national bill. Okay. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Goodbye. Credit to Chad. I think it's... Stood there and took the heat. Well, he maybe he did drop off just because the connection was a little choppy. Yeah, it was. Give him credit on that. It was. So, so we got... His side. Plus, it would be a very bad look if he did hang up on us. Yeah, but we got his side. What he thinks. Not that he cares about bad looks. (laughs) Good for him, but Mm -hmm. it's you know I I'm sorry I I don't buy his reasoning. No, because he gets paid to hold that line. Yeah, exactly. But what did he say? Mm -hmm. Three supervisors. Three supervisors agreed. Mm -hmm. So, but it's uh, good for him for standing there and taking the heat. Standing in there and taking the heat. Good. I man. think it's just. I think he was being obtuse when it comes to the the enforcement mechanism. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you, you got to tell a line at some point. Right. It would have been good to get Volmer. Yeah. Are right, you ready for a break? Yeah. Someone in the chat said, "Are, are you calling Dave? Are you calling George at work?" Yes, we were calling Dave George at work. <laughs> <laughs> would it be better calling me at home? I don't know. I I don't have his home number. It's the only way I know to get a hold of him. 
Yeah. But we're going to drop it, irregardless. Yeah, and then we have some other stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, we, there's we still should more get it, coming. We should get it on the next door conversation piece on that. Okay, we'll do that. So coming up, the rest of the Exeter Underground. Here's a great song for you, Kev. How's that get me? I was a fan of hers when she first came out. She's pretty hot. That's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful woman. She's a one-hit wonder, though, isn't she? Nah, she had a couple or three hits. Um, yeah, but like country shit, right? Uh, no, a lot of crossover. That was a crossover. Still the one was a crossover. Feel like a woman was a crossover. Yeah, there you go. Well, that, that is feel like a woman. What am I saying? But, uh, no. Sorry, just my daughter texted me. All right, back to the show. Mm. Welcome back to the Exeter Underground. So we now have uh, an issue. (laughs) Just now? (laughs) Yeah, it just popped up in the last seven or eight minutes. What what is it? That the uh, gain's a little too high? That the water lasts too long? Um, Well, there's a little more to it than that. So you wanted to talk about this, so so get into it. So obviously, someone had posted about the twenty four percent tax increase on next door. Your thoughts, blah blah blah, and had a lot of comments. Yeah, somebody named Cheryl C. Yeah, so uh, there was a lot of comments on it, and then Dave Hughes had talked about turning it into like a central park, mm-hmm. which I also had that idea too. I'm not saying mine was the first or his was the first or whatever, but you and I have had this conversation multiple times, not on air, for a while. That idea may have been around for years. Right. So, and then Michelle chimes in underneath, You're, that's my idea. It's not your idea. I'm not letting you have credit. Like a three-year-old. Right. This is the woman that says she has the most experience of and- all the supervisors she'd be in government for 30 years. And knows what's best. Yes, and she rules over us, which I let her know on that. Not <laughs> that she doesn't. But so, then, yeah, then she starts. I, then she starts complaining about the cost that Dave Hughes. What if you? I've got her comment pulled. Yeah, out. right. Read that out there. Okay. So, in response to Cheryl C, she says, "Let's talk about all the money you have cost the taxpayers." Meaning Dave Hughes. Yeah. Somehow it. it was directed straight at him. But, I don't... Whatever. I don't know how bright she is. Uh, false accusations, trying to put a bad light on everyone who does not agree with you. <laughs> I saw how you acted before the previous BOS. You bullied everyone. It is my opinion that you will never be able to work with a board unless they agree, unless they take agree with your ideas. We all know that numbers can be manipulated any way you want, presented any way, case you do not, Jesus Christ, you do not know must work together. (laughs) But working with you is a nightmare. Be honest and tell the residents the truth. Yeah, I I just, that's, how does Dave Hughes cost us anything? I don't know. Is it, is it by him being sued? No. 
No, no, I don't think he's. he's so he hasn't cost anything. Like you, you couldn't say that the RTKs have cost anything because number one, and Chatty Schnee's, we have a he's a forty five thousand dollar a month credit card or something like that, isn't it? Right. Well, no, we do have we do have in fairness an RTK officer at the township who has to type everything up. But she's getting paid anyway, right? Uh, I would she say get it's paid salary. per RTK. I would say it's salaried. Okay, so she doesn't get paid per so RTK. So that doesn't cost either, then. So she it? no, that's my point. So she's yeah. getting paid anyway. Okay, so she he hasn't cost the township anything. That's a really great point. I hadn't looked at it that way. Right. So Michelle's. And you go to my comment, which is much further down because a lot of people are putting her on blast. Your comment was, Michelle, didn't you vote to get rid of the homestead tax deduction? Didn't you vote to sue citizens? You should resign. We can't afford your votes anymore. Oh, and you don't rule over us. Right. That's my point is that she herself has cost cost the residents way more than Dave Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. Just by her votes, yeah. And the 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 point that she thinks she's so high and mighty is that she called Dave Hughes disgusting, and it, it, I had to space out the the spelling on it. Or next door would be like, these comments have been shown to be meanies, and you have to do you want yeah, to edit yeah. and comment, right? Um. So which goes against the resolution that she voted for. Mm-hmm. Where you can't disparage other people, and she did it on Mike, where she's ta- calling Dave Hughes disgusting and an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, with her votes, and I didn't put the other vote in there. She didn't she vote to make Mascaro come pick up her recycling every week, every week, when only twenty seven people or thirty people were polled in the in the in town in the township, and we just went with it. Not everybody voted on that one. I wouldn't care. I don't put my recycling out every week, but it costs you money, right? So Michelle voted to that that cost the Exeter Township more residents more. She voted to get rid of the homestead uh, tax deduction. She that did. cost the Exeter more. It did. She voted to sue you. That costed the township more. Uh, she voted to sue Dave Hughes. That's that cost him more. <laughs> so she it, this is again we've talked about it with her. She's completely ignorant to her own shit throwing and what she has cost the township. Right. Well, she's got blinders on to it. So somebody else wrote in the comments, how about the money you've cost the taxpayers in suing citizens of this township, Michelle? By one estimate, I've read you funneled $37,500 to various lawyers protecting the ridiculous privilege that Schnee dreamed up. You also voted to keep the harassment report out of public view and outright lied about the contents of it insisting that it contained harassment of any kind, but you insinuated that it was sexual in nature. Shame on you for these filthy lies, and shame on Volmer, Bell, and somebody else for the same lies. The report clearly states that there is a personality conflict and that no harassment occurred. How do you sleep at night, you goddamned liar? Mm Mm-hmm. You also have supported multiple budgets that have continued the deficit spending at the golf course, the subsidizing of golf. Just in the budget you voted on in this term, that's more than $4 million in losses. You've also given your support to this bloated budget, and we haven't even discussed the $2.7 million missing from the RCC in your previous term, which you were a part of covering up. 
So don't preach to anyone about costing the taxpayers money, you tax-and-spend politician. If you had an ounce of honor in you, you'd resign. And then there's tons of people all going, Michelle, where'd you go? Well, after she said, well, I don't know where you get your information. I don't know reality. Uh, but there's a bunch of people, where'd you go, Michelle? Conversation get a little tough for you? So in the chat, we have a new person, Kirshner's Nap. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling uh, us to call Kirshner. Uh, I ask, love a number. Yeah, ask her why she feels she rules over the residents. Ask her why she sits in a meetings in her own little world as and has to be reminded of what they are doing. <laughs> this could be a new bit. Just call them all. Yeah, just call them. We should call the White House too sometime. <laughs> Want to call the White House <laughs> to so, not get through to Joe Biden? So um, we got to end at two fifteen because I got to go at two fifteen. What we, time it am? Of. Right, so we want to get to the what happened with that woman, that school board woman, right? You wanted to discuss yeah. that. Yeah. So we know Michelle's an idiot. We don't yeah. need to beat the dead horse. Which no, we don't. We don't. It. We don't need to beat the corpse. I wanted to go over the budget a little bit. Though. Okay, let's do that. Okay, because this budget is insanity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have voted to advertise a budget that is... Now, I'm just going to read from my piece here. What is that? Oh, okay. Okay, the 2024 budget that is almost $2 million more than the 2023 budget, which was $2.5 million more than the 2022 budget, a two-year spending increase of more than $4.5 million, or roughly 33%. 33% increase in two years. <laughs> the budget calls for nearly $16.7 million in spending, which includes a $1,650,000 transfer from the Wastewater Treatment Asset Sale Proceeds Fund. Now, they set that up to garner the interest so that they would have this... Plausible deniability of, oh, that's not reserves. That's interest from the reserves. But the money all gets put into the same bank account. Right. So you're taking from the effing reserves. Right. Just like the same people that when we give money to Planned Parenthood, they say that we're not paying for abortions. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. A $75,000 transfer from the reserve fund as well as use of about $280,000 of existing general fund money for 2024 purposes. You know, it's really good that these guys call themselves Republicans because this would not be going on. Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, wait. They do. Wait. Didn't Vol- doesn't Volmer say he's a conservative American? Absolutely. Okay. Just, just checking. Taxes being hiked. Ta- let's take two. Taxes being hiked are the general millage rate, which increases. From 2.395 to 2.9 mils. Hmm. The fire services tax, which increases from 0.705 to 1.065. The utility tax, which increases from 0.95 to 0.12 mils. And the 0.095 to 0.12. And the streetlight tax, an increase from 0.42 to 0.50. There's also an increase in recycling costs for each household of $66. Oh. Spending for all departments went up, owing to increased personnel costs. 
great. On the budget summary sheet, it shows the Reading Country Club having increased revenues. Oh, bullshit. Year over year of about $310,000. Bullshit. But the budgeted revenue of $1,333,950 includes a $350,000 transfer. Oh, so they had to transfer $350,000 transfer. $350, from the water treatment plant sale. Proceeds that. fund. Right. From, from the interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So basically, you could just say, just at that point, which I think is questionable anyway, that to cover that, they had to take, the country club had to take $350,000. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was $350,000 that they... Transferred in. So, More subsidy. Right. <laughs> to support people who can afford to pay for their own goddamn hobby. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Which means that Exeter taxpayers will uh, still be subsidizing every round of golf played. In total, with RCC events included, the RCC will cost taxpayers an estimated $1,541,657 and have estimated revenue of $1,429,450, leaving a deficit of $112,207 on paper. Add in the three hundred and fifty, dollars and it's $462,207. Close to a half mil. This also means that Exeter taxpayers will be subsidizing a private company to hold events at the venue. Exeter taxpayers are guaranteeing the profits of a very profitable company, Reading Hospitality Management. And when you think about it, we're basically subsidizing the weddings of total strangers, many of whom don't live in or pay taxes in Exeter. Great. Isn't that awesome? That's what your board of supervisors has given you for a budget. You're paying for people's weddings. Conservative Republicans, they say. These are Republicans. Re- Republicans are the same tax and spend mm-hmm. effing liberals that Democrats are. Correct. That's nice. That's so nice. We get to pay more, especially when everything is so much more expensive. Inflation is high. Yeah. I know... The the White House is saying that inflation is down. It's actually not. <laughs> the rate of increase is down. Is That's down. the difference. Inflation is still very high. The final slap in the face to Exeter taxpayers in this budget, in the RCC budget, is that Keystone Municipal Services put in the general summary that the budget, quote, reduces capital expenditures by $423,258. But that's not true. That $423,000 was a request that was never granted. Um, It doesn't reduce shit. In fact, it actually increases the amount of money spent on the golf course. How about that? That's awesome. But they keep lying to us. And especially if the Mr. Whatever his name wants to hire an assistant. Right. I mean, they're they're spending money hand over fist in this thing that it is not possible to make money with. It is not possible. So the woman that the woman uh, that got arrested for taking down Donna's sign and throwing it away, mm-hmm. did that guy? Did she come out and say, "Hey, my dad told me to do it"? No, 
<laughs> no, she didn't. Smart girl. Don't slap the hand that feeds you. Right. So, okay. So that can be it on the budget. And I had a clip that we could listen to, but it, it's just them agreeing that the budget is wonderful and, and greatness and, and maybe the, the mostest, bestest thing ever. But hang I, on a I, This was my point on it when we discussed this. I don't, and everyone's upset. You know what? It's one minute. We're going to listen to this. Okay. Hang on. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. So let's, sir. let's listen to this. All right, moving on here uh, to administration item number two. Is there a motion to approve the advertisement of the 2024 proposed budget? I'll make that motion. Okay, do we have a second? I will second it. Okay, now let's have a discussion on this. Does any other supervisor have a, dis you know, want to talk about anything else here on the budget? I don't. Okay, so I cut a bunch of stuff out of this to, to get to the chase. Mm -hmm. Like there actually was some discussion of Vollmer trying to Say how awesome uh, justify this ridiculous expenditure. I wanted to see the fire service tax increased because that's a... Uh, item that we need to perpetually plan for. So that was something I wanted to see in there. I'm satisfied at roughly one mil. I think it's one point. A Republican just said he wanted to see taxes increased. Wanted to see taxes increased. So this is the, not only are there limousine liberals, there are also limousine conservative Republicans who mm -hmm. they're not just rhinos anymore. Everyone thinks rhino and they're like, oh, it's older. It's Republican in name only. But this, this is the problem. They, the, what, what's a conservative nowadays? Like, I, I, I had this talk with Scott Pressler a long time ago, and I don't think people understand. What is a conservative nowadays? I don't know. Was it Trump who spent a ton of money? Mm-hmm. Is that a conservative? Apparently. I would say Massey is more of a conservative. So what you're saying is the libertarians are the conservatives. Correct. <laughs> Because fiscally speaking, yes. Like these people just want to, they want to, and this is the part that's really amazing, is that they want to raise taxes and do all this shit when thing, when people are hurting. Yeah. Like you're hurting. Like Biden had, uh, Trump spent a ton of money and now Biden has just put it on. Just You look at the amount of inflation since Biden's taken office, the amount of money that he sent Ukraine, the amount of money that he sent Palestine and Hamas, and yes, he has funded Hamas and Palestine, the money that he's sending Israel, the money that he's sending all over the place, is that we literally need to have Milton Friedman come out and bit slap everybody. Yeah. Right, like you don't understand that when you support sending these these idiot politicians that send money everywhere, you are further devaluing your own dollar that you're going to feed your family with. You dumb shits. Yeah. So stop supporting sending your money elsewhere because we don't have any money. We're already thirty three trillion dollars in debt, so that means that the Fed just digitizes cash out of fake air. Cash digitizes cash if you get what I'm saying. Make and it out to the air. Right. And then you are, that's why everything is expensive. And I tried to explain this to my wife. We were talking about it. Is like one of the reasons why inf Trump spent like a drunken sailor. One of the reasons why he was able to keep inflation low is because gas prices were low. And gas goes, oil goes into absolutely everything. Because when you buy things, it has to move. When you buy things, when you produce things, you have to have energy do it. If you keep energy prices low, you keep inflation and the cost of things lower. 
because energy oil energy is used to produce and it's used to transport right why do you think everything's more expensive would have inflation gone up if trump was still going president yes but it wouldn't look at the the increase inflation in the first two years underneath biden and you look at the amount of money that he sent everywhere runaway everywhere right and People are out there, yeah, we need to send more money, more money, money. And then they are stupidly go to the grocery store. I just spent $300 on groceries. Well, it's the same shit in this township where all these idiots are like, I want a new fire hall at the promenade. I want a new shooting range for the police. I want, a, we have to fix the parts of municipal building. We need this. We need this. We need this. We need this. Oh my God, you're going to raise my taxes 24%. What are you? That's crazy. How about if we trim? How about if we get rid of golf? Gets rid of the, the more th- than what they're raising in new taxes. And then the people that are support all that stuff and it can afford a twenty four percent increase because they're they're very well off or they're well enough that twenty four percent is not going to affect them. Why do you hate the police? Why do you hate fire? Why do you want poor black people's houses to burn down? Yep. That's what they do, is whenever you won't give more money, they cut services. Look what they're doing in Chicago. Look what they're doing in New York. What did what did the Mayor Adams say up in New York City? Well, we have to house these illegal immigrants and everything, so we're going to cut education by $30 billion. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut the police by $30 billion. Good. Right? Good. You're <laughs> making you, choices. That's smart. Right. You got what you voted for. But all these people that have this Christmas wish list of things in Exeter, now are finally understanding, well, you supported it and you told the supervisors to do it and now they're going to do it and you're going to raise taxes. Like we were talking on the phone last night, Jerry said, well, it's probably going to cost $10 million. I said, what? You're, 20. You said 20, right? Well, you, whether you said 20 and then I said 40 or whatever. Yeah, that's what it but was. you're just doubling it. If the government tells you it's going to be $10 million, this is what I said to you last night. If the government tells you it's going to be $10 million, it's mean you, you mean 20. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm lifting, when I'm lifting, we're training my kids when we're lifting weights and, and stuff like that in the gym. I'm like, I was like, how many do you think you can do? I was like, 10. I said, you're going to do 20. You go, I think I can do 10. You said 20. <laughs> right? And then they do 20. But this, you know they're lying to you. Oh, it's going to cost $15 million. Bullshit. $30 million. But all these people with a wish list now, they're going to be like, oh, you mean we have to pay for it? Amanda Johnson's not going to hope it into existence? Finish <laughs> <laughs> the clip. Six. 1.065. Yeah. So that was something I wanted to see in there. I would vote for a budget that included that. He wanted to see a tax hike. Okay. No wonder he was never elected. All right. Well, if there's no other further discussion... We'll call the vote. All those in favor of advertising the proposed budget uh, for Exeter Township for... Yeah, okay, whatever. And you know it's going to get passed. Oh, absolutely. I'll bet you Hughes votes against it. Safe. Probably... It's a safe vote. Partially, A, because he doesn't want to raise the taxes, but also, B, just to, to go against Bella and Volmer, just like he did with the kitty porn in the library. That resolution. is a safe vote. Mm-hmm. you got nothing to lose because you know... Bell, Vollmer, and, and Kircher are going to vote for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Michelle's going to say, what about the things that Dave Hughes has cost the Exeter Township citizens? Go. <laughs> Michelle has voted, never voted not to raise the taxes or cost to be an Exeter resident. Mm-hmm. And she sits on there on social media all high and mighty 
Or not so high. You're enough. costing us money. You don't know what you're talking about. You're costing us money. Alright, so I poke you an eye. So tonight the school board will meet and have their reorganization meeting. They will also be uh discussing a possible merger with Antietam. I hope not. It appears that uh, the board president of the Antietam School Board has sent out a a letter to numerous school districts asking if they'd like to merge. Why don't they merge with Ruddy? I think that would be, that's one of the ones that they sent to. Listen, we're already helping them out this season. In fact, I'm coaching two of the kids from Antietam, mm-hmm. and I don't get paid. <laughs> yep. I'm, I volunteer during the winter. I do this on my own time. So we're already taking them. We can't. Our classrooms are big enough as it is. So the letter starts out addressed to Dr. Christy Haller. Uh, esteemed colleagues, as you're aware, our district recently experienced a significant setback due to a flood that has disrupted our educational operations and left us with various challenges to overcome. While we are working diligently to recover and rebuild, we also must consider the long-term sustainability and resilience of our district in the face of future uncertainties. As part of our strategic planning process, we wish to engage in a constructive dialogue regarding the possibility of a merger between our districts. You know what? I said this to the kids that because the one kid, I think his family lost his house their house or their house got heavily damaged. And I said, I've, I've lived around here for almost 19 years and having that river right side of that house, that, that school is kind of like owning a house in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. You're below sea level. So, you know, you're just asking for problems. Yep. Like it's one of the reasons why I never, and my in-laws want to invest in a rental house in OBX. And I was like, Nope, no way. That that's one in a billion. But if you're going to build a school alongside of a stream like that, that's downhill from a dam. <laughs> you might have a problem. Right? You might. The letter goes on and says, we kindly request, and this might be a little foreshadowing. We kindly request that you inform us of our districts, of your district's willingness to entertain a merger in some form by December 4th or a date that is suitable for your district. Well, I do know that the state has turned, the kids told me that the, the state turned them down for, and the federal government turned them down for any emergency yeah. funding. Dude, and, and, and that's a damn shame for them. It really is. It's a damn shame. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not incumbent upon us to make it home. I feel bad for the kids. I really do. Oh, I feel horrible. The, the kids that I'm, two of the kids that I'm coaching are super nice. They, they work hard. They're doing everything I ask them to do. And they'll probably be part of our track team in the spring. Um, I feel bad for, especially one kid. I think his family lost her house. Or was I don't I, I didn't want to get divulged too much into it because I'm like, uh. but I, I do feel bad for the kids. But we got enough of it's one of those things is uh, plate issues. You know what I mean? It's one of the reasons yes. why I don't care. You understand my plate theory? Yep. So I really don't under I do I care what's going on in Israel? I care where innocent people are being killed. Okay. Um. 
and then my caring goes down to the United States, and then my caring goes down to the Northeast, and then my caring goes down to Pennsylvania, and then my caring goes down to Eastern Pennsylvania, and then my caring goes down to Berks County. I get it. Right? All the way down, this is, an, I care about Exeter when it's this issue, and I, we you can't. Plus, we have enough of, listen, there's enough kids from Reading <laughs> that go to Exeter. Dude, there's enough. This would, this would reduce Antietam's taxes, and it would raise ours. Yep. And one of the reasons why my one we had lived in our house for five years it was right. I think we my daughter might have been born. We go we went to visit a house in Antietam that we were going to buy. It was a nice house alongside the stream and everything. And which the, would probably be flooded out. But go ahead. It was far enough back. It was a big enough lot. And uh, the real estate guy was like, "Yeah, the it's." Uh, I was like, "What are the taxes?" He's like, 8000 dollars." I'm like, "Okay, bye." Jesus. And that, this was back in 2010. Mm-hmm. God knows what they are now. Right? Probably 10, 12. So in, in uh, conjunction with school, this story came into being, came, came into my view. Oh, going back on the Antietam thing real quick. Yeah. <laughs> this would be like you buying a car holding it and then going, hey, Exeter, we, you got to pay for the car. Yeah. Not an incorrect analogy. Like, Listen, all oh, the... Oh, yeah, it's, I've got insurance, but they denied the claim, so you get to pay for it. Right. Like, it's horrible what happened. I'm not saying anything, and I, I'm empathetic towards them, but on the other thing is, like, uh, some things I know to hold up my hands and say, not my problem. Yes, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. So here's the headline from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Central Bucks new school board president was sworn in on a stack of frequently banned books. Here's what those books mean to her. When when Jerry says that and he sent this to me, and I did see it before earlier on before you had sent it to me. But if you look closely in the picture that they have there, it's Flamers on one of them. Flamer is prominent. Mm-hmm. That's the book for the reminder of the. Uh, do you want? To, I don't like saying it. So, do you want to remind the the listeners what that book has in it? Yes, uh, Flamer contains a section where fourteen year old boys talk about drinking each other's jizz. Okay, so yeah, that's that's the book that's that she's. So she took she took her oath, not on, on a Bible. No, on a stack of child pornography. Right. On a stack of child pornography. By the way, what, she swore. She's a woman, right? What, what's yep. her What's her race? Schwein. <laughs> See, told you, it's all of them, man. So it's it's. Uh, she took her oath on books that have highly suggestive sexual passages about children about children that are available to children. Mm-hmm. So she is taking an oath, swearing to uphold the laws of the, 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 the Constitution of the United States and Pennsylvania by putting her hand on filth. So ultimately, to me, she's taking an oath to uphold filth. Mm-hmm. Am I making too much of a leap? No, because she's filth. She's a disgusting human being. So if I were to get elected to some office, We'd have would anybody have an issue with me taking my oath? On Hustler. Okay. I was going to go with Atlas Shrugged. 
<laughs> but okay, on Hustler Magazine. Is Hustler still even a thing? I don't I know. Don't, uh, uh, I just looked this up a few months ago. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I, it's, I, I, I don't know if it's a magazine, but it it, it, it is, is a website. Is not a print? Because it's a Playboy? It doesn't I even don't print anymore? I don't know. Jerry's like, the last time I bought a cherry, I didn't look at uh Last time I bought High Society, boy. <laughs> um, the men in the audience are going to get that one. Oh, my God. Here's a funny story for you. So... <laughs> We were at our uh, building in our Exton location, and the roof was leaking. So we had to drop ceiling in the bathroom. And um, now this was a business. A business was in there before my father and my brother and I bought the building years mm-hmm. and years ago. It's been mm-hmm. there for a while. So we bought it over, and we were probably doing business in there for 10, 15 years. And uh, so the leaf, the roof was starting to leak. And so the drop ceiling, so you know the tiles. Yep. So when I, we just hear falls, right? Dude, there's like a stack of nudie magazines, like from like yeah, the 70s. Yes, dude. It's like, it was above. I was like, we we're all like, what the hell are these, right? And That's they were, when they were good. They were old ones, dude. Like yeah. real old. That's when they were good. Like bubbles or something. I don't remember what they were. I forget. But anyway, yeah. So this white liberal woman, mm-hmm. which most of them are that are for this type of shit. Her name is Karen Smith. Karen? Karen. Oh, there you go. It's the Karen. There you go. <laughs> right? White Karen liberal. I'm telling you, this is we can try to get into this, but most of the women that do this are white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with your theory. <laughs> Everybody's going to be pissed off at me. I'm down with your it's theory. It's true. It's Who are the teachers pushing this stuff? Answer the questions. Who are the teachers pushing this shit? White. Who are, mm-hmm. the, who are the school administrators pushing this stuff? White women. Who are the most of the parents trying to transition their kids? White women. It's okay. true. Just, just saying. It's white not all women white women. Cuckolded I'm, men. I, it's not. It's not. It's not all white women. I'm not saying it's all white women. I'm saying the majority of the people pushing this stuff are white women. Mm-hmm. That's why. I, to be honest with you, so I got a buddy that's a cop, right? And he sent me. Did you see the video of the female cop taser and that black guy in the back? Yes. Okay, there's, it's a longer story to it, which I watched the whole video before, and he sent me the short one, right? And, like, the guy's like a felon. He had a, he, he had a gun illegally. He had marijuana on him and everything. Mm. And he was trying to change his girlfriend's tire, and a cop came over and, I guess, smelled weed, which pretty much give them executive orders to do whatever they want, right? License um, to kill, given by the government of the United Nations. Like, like I said to him, I was like, listen, I always support you because I know you and I know you're a good person, right? I don't like the blankets, like the whole blanket statement is like back to blue. Like there's cops. I don't, do you back all Israelis? Do you back all Palestinians? Do you back all people? No, that's, there's pedophiles in all people. So I don't, you know what I mean? Back to blue is such a broad statement because in that in that context, then you do you back the FBI? They're blue. No. Do you back the Capitol Police? Generally not. No. And I know a dude that's on the Capitol Police Department. You know what I mean? But this back the blue stuff is like the same thing. Do you back all school teachers? My wife's a school teacher. I don't back all school teachers because honestly, I've had some bad interactions with some school school teachers since my kids have started going to Exeter. Right? The sister that was rectified, thankfully. But I, this blanket statement is like, I'm not talking about all white women. I'm saying the majority of white women push this shit. Oh, yeah. The ones that are pushing it are white. Yeah. <laughs> the teachers who have that, I know co-workers of my wife that have 
pride flags and BLM flags in their classroom. Did you see that article where that 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 school the people were suing? They tried to put a straight flag, uh, straight pride flag up in a I school, did. and now they're getting sued because they wouldn't allow it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, this is what it leads to. Yep. You know, it, it's the same thing with Democrats pursuing impeachment against Trump. Now they're looking into impeachment of Biden. We're never going to have another president who doesn't have impeachment. I got to be honest with you. I wrote a long comment and deleted it on your post. Good for you. Because I think if Republicans understood the game or actually wanted to play the game to win, they would have been impeaching Biden every week since they took power. Yeah, I disagree because I don't think we vote our way out of this. I don't think anything's going to be fixed for decades until my kids are probably my age because the liberals are just going to abort their kids. They're giving them chemical castrations and everything. So it's going to take a couple of decades for America to right the ship. It is. You don't you don't turn the Titanic on a you know what I'm saying? You don't turn it on a dime. Right. So. All those those people, if you look, okay, majority of liberal people are for abortion. They're aborting their own kids. They're giving them chemical castrations. They're telling them not to have kids. You're giving them hormones, so which basically makes you, you know, infertile. Right. Okay, so long time picture. We're going to be good in the long picture. But I, I just, this type of stuff is, it's going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, let, let's face it. And now you've opened. I hope tonight that we go to the uh, school board meeting, and they're going to be swearing in two new members. And I hope one of them says, ah, "Just give me a bundle of sticks. I'll I'll swear an oath on a bundle of sticks." Mm-hmm. Well, this you know, is whatever. Uh, I'll take my underwear off and I'll swear it on that. Going back to my comment is that what I had written on your post that because you and the woman that commented above me obviously don't agree with me on this one. But we have to take our culture back before anything could be taken back, politically speaking. we The reason why she thought it was okay to take an oath on a bunch of child porn is because she doesn't believe in God. She doesn't have the same moral fabric that we do. Until you get every the majority of people having the same... This, this is If you read the Founding Fathers stuff, what do they say? We have to have the only way for this experiment to work is if people have the same moral fabric. And yes, it was a religious one. But we have to have the same moral fabric. And this is, you know what, real quick on this, because then we got I got to get out of here. But listen to this one. So we're, my wife and I, my kids stayed overnight at my in-laws that night, or we're going back to my in-laws' house to stay over for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are driving back, and that little mini market, the Exeter mini market there that's the side of the clothing shop right up from the Hess, yes. right? It was open, right? The people that own it, they're free. I've always said this. The stores won't be open on Thanksgiving and Christmas if you don't shop, okay? Now, this is the part that I had. I explained to my wife. The people that own that are Indian, and I'm not against Indian people, and I'm not necessarily against businesses being open. I just don't go, right? That's capitalism. But the more you import there, here will become there. The reason why those stores are open is because they don't have the same traditions and culture we do. Mm-hmm. They don't celebrate Thanksgiving because that's not part of their culture. So they're going to have their businesses open. People need to assimilate to your new place. But that's my point is like everyone cries, well, you're making people, these people are making people work. 
well, you can't, we can't, Tough you shit, can't quit have your a job. B- right. Or just don't make it present, make it known that you don't go shopping on Thanksgiving or you don't go shopping on Christmas or you don't go here. Now, of course, you have to have places open. It's inevitable. People need gasoline, food, or whatever. But I'm just saying is like we can't keep importing people from other countries that don't understand a constitution, don't understand the basis and the fabric, moral fabrics of America, and expect America to be the same it was. The same reason why is people don't have you're taking an oath on a bunch of child porn. It's not that, that you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. You, you don't have to convince me. It's I just and I and everyone's like, well, there's a time in this country where immigration was totally shut down mm-hmm. for like I think it was almost 20 years. It was after like 1910. I don't remember exactly when it was, but no one was allowed into this country. And these people are like, well, you know, the Statue of Liberty that was written by a that was written by a socialist. But also, Ellis Island had stairs. Do we know why Ellis Island has stairs? Is because if you couldn't walk your ass up to the top, you weren't healthy enough to walk your ass to the top. You didn't get in, right? Well, that and they really didn't have elevators back then. (laughs) But that was part of it. There, there was times in this country where we put people back out on ships and they died. Because we they were sick, we went. It, well, well, you take your sick and your poor. That's not necessarily how country, this country was built. There's people that died on ships out, out in the harbor in New York because they wouldn't allow them in. Dave Volmer's left foot says that the people in that story you were talking about, I think they're Pakistani, not Indian. That's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke, but I will not say it on air. No, whatever. Pakistani, Indian, whatever. Okay, Archie Bunker. No, I'm just saying if they might celebrate Thanksgiving if they fully assimilated to American culture, but I have, I doubt they were. I doubt they have because their business was open. That's one of the points that I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you own a small business and your business is open on Thanksgiving or Christmas because you don't celebrate them, most Americans celebrate Christmas. Well... How about forever you've been able to get Chinese food on Christmas Day? Well, Christmas story, they went to the Chinese restaurant and had their Christmas dinner there, right? Yep. Or Christmas Eve or whatever. And I'm not saying religious is Christian uh, as, yes, this was the founding were Christians. What I'm saying is that we have the religious freedom, but the religious freedom is also that the government, the First Amendment is the government will not have a standing religion. Okay, right. That's what it is. It has nothing to do about a township. You could have, there were schools up in the like, states had their own religion. I think Chicago, uh, Ohio was one up until like 1866. <laughs> I'm going to bottle water you in the head. I'm trying to uh, lighten the, the, the load mm. a little bit here. I just, it's just, and you see all these people coming in this country, what, it's close to 10 million since Biden took office? That's crazy. That's bigger. That, that's like state's population, man. It is. Hey, we got to go. There you go. You're bored. I am. I'm done. I'm done. Seven comments. Jesus, what did I miss? Indians or Hindu? Maybe they're six. I don't know. Same thing. Whatever. But they were open on Thanksgiving. I wouldn't care if they were white people. They could have been whatever. I just picked a business that I saw that was open. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? (laughs) 
We just watched that Christmas movie of was it Daddy whatever, and then we realized we were a quarter of the way through it and realized that we already had seen it. Then him with Mark, Mark what, what Daddy's Two or whatever. I don't know. I don't know movies. We got a quarter of the way through it and realized that we had already seen it. Okay. That sucked. Well, good for you for realizing it because you saved the time. Will Ferrell's hilarious, though. He has his moments. No, he's funny. Mm -hmm. He's pathetic sometimes, which is funny. Self-deprecating, right? He's okay. He's been okay in a few things. More cowbell. All right, we got to go. I got to get out of here. Okay. That's the Exeter Underground for... Uh, this week, number 78, we thank you for listening. We appreciate your listen. We would appreciate your download. We would appreciate if you would tell people about the show and uh, tell 10 friends and and let them know to spread the word a little bit. We thank you for listening. Goodbye. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.